Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. 7 a.m. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And we're barely keeping our shit together right now because this week's movie was so bad. This is the worst. You can find a lot of things that are just streaming on Amazon Prime, just unsuspecting items i was only two years old when this abomination was brought into the world and if i had known i would have destroyed it you you would have immediately formed (laughs) you would have seen you would have seen the atrocities and you would have just gone back into the womb yes 100 percent i would have Uh, uh, the <laughs> the movie the, is the the terrible blight on our culture in question is 1994's Threesome. Uh, yeah, that is the name, and that is the movie uh, written and directed by Andrew Fleming, uh, director of The Craft. I consider this movie being available on Amazon Prime another form of emotional terrorism by Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I yes, absolutely could not like I mean I watched it. I I endured it. Um, I I just I felt okay watching this movie felt like being stuck in a conversation with a really drunk pretentious guy yes. who's describing a screenplay. Yes. It just I was like, all right, I get <sighs> you're trying to say something about um college and sexuality. I hate um, it. <laughs> and you know, you know what really drives me nuts, what really makes me mad about this is that this is, you know, from the director of Dick, which is a movie that I like from a director of The Craft, which is a movie that I kind of like depending on what day it is. You know, like... (laughs) But then, you know, he's also the director of the 2007 Nancy Drew, which is not good. Uh (laughs) He has... It's, it's like, obvious based on the movies. Like, he does... He he is a good... He has the capability to be a good director. You know? I um, wonder if maybe if someone else had worked on this script... Because this was only his second movie. And his first movie was a horror movie called uh, Bad Dreams. Which I, I, have, I have not been able to track down. But I am interested in it. I think if like somebody had just stopped him um, from literally masturbating while he was writing this... Oh, yeah. That would have definitely helped uh, flesh it out. Yeah, there <laughs> should have been a dick attendant... Uh, you know, and also that dick attendant should have a lawyer standing right next to them, you know, just to be clear. Just some legal protection. Yes. Uh, it, <laughs> Cover this, those bases. Uh, threesome stars three of the most white people. Oh, this <laughs> the is the most white of the white people. <clears throat> we've got, we've got Lara Flynn Boyle, uh, 
famous for, uh, I don't know what she's, well, I can't say Men in Black 2, because, I mean, that's famous for being bad. Um, Twin Peaks, she was on Twin Peaks, even though she's not the part that anybody really talks about. Uh, I I I, I definitely think of her as Donna. I definitely think of her from Twin Peaks, but. And she was also on The Practice, which is a show that I never watched, but that was, seems to be her, like, most steady work, The Practice. And she was in a Todd Salon's movie, Happiness. How apt. I would actually rather watch Happiness than this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's her. And, I mean, I loved her in Twin Peaks, but, I mean, she's she's just, she's hanging out with Josh Charles and Stephen Baldwin. You see, Josh Charles is someone who can be really sexy when in check. And by in check, I <laughs> in mean... In check. Keeping him in check. I mean, surrounded by women who can like bring that ego down. Let's let's st- let's stomp. Let's bring it oh, down. Absolutely. And Lara Flynn Boyle is not that woman. No, definitely <laughs> she just not. Enhances Particularly it. not in this movie where she's like obsessed with him immediately because he's read Catcher in the Rye. I wish I was making a joke. <laughs> This is actually like imagine being in college and being impressed that someone read Catcher in the Rye. This isn't fucking high like school. She's literally reading Catcher in the Rye for the fourth time, and then he has some opinions about it that she thinks are funny, and then like she wants to fuck him. I'm like, I just I'm I that I feel like that sums up so much about this movie. Um, yeah, it's it's very and uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, I should uh, continue to introduce Josh Charles. Dead Poet Society, which this movie wishes this this movie oh, is trying to be that. the Dead Poet Society of, of threesomes. <laughs> fucking yeah, the Dead Poet Society of, of <laughs> sexual fluidity, even if it's like heavily coded in homophobia. <laughs> he starred in Sports Night, which is one of my favorite short-lived sitcoms. He was on The Good Wife. And I hear that he was very much beloved on that show. I have, I still have not gotten to it. One day I will sit down and watch The Good Wife and The Good Fight, and it'll take me like two years, and I'll finally be able to know what everybody's talking about. But anyway, I don't dislike Josh Charles. I'm going to say mean things about him on this podcast, but I generally like Josh Charles. Now, Stephen Baldwin, fuck him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who cares? Absolutely. And his character does not help. I mean, none of their characters help, but like... Like, uh, like Laura Flynn Boyle's character is annoying, but in a very college girl way where, like, she could maybe be cool in five years. And you kind of wish that she had better friends that, like, could like tell her to, friends. to chill the fuck out. Because a lot of her issue is, is that she won't chill the fuck out. And these guys, like, kind of, like, feed on the drama of being friends with her oh they love instead of chilling her out like give her some she doesn't need like they're bad for her (laughs) they are because like yeah she'll freak out about something and then they'll just be like oh that's hot and then she's mad because she's not being heard um and yeah like if she just had some some good friends of any gender but really like i don't see her interact with any women um or anyone who doesn't want to fuck her. Like yeah. a friend any friend who doesn't want to fuck her. It's like, really it's um, really irritating. Now Stephen like Baldwin Stephen Baldwin is irredeemable. He's <laughs> terrible. Um and this is uh if you're wondering which Baldwin this is, this is the one that was in 
The Usual Suspects, Biodome. He played Barney Rubble in The Flintstones. That, <laughs> yes. That's who it is. And also, I'm pretty sure now that he is a big time Christian because all of his most recent work is, is Christian cinema. So either he can't get into regular movies anymore. I love both of these timelines, by the way. (laughs) Or or he just became super Christian because his he he was even in a Ja Rule movie. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait, what is this movie? Because I need to watch it. Pretty sure yes, it's called I'm in Love with the Church Girl. It's starring Ja Rule. And Adrian Belland from the Cheetah Girls and 3LW. And he, and Stephen Baldwin is in this movie. He is in it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, am, I am definitely going to waste a lot of my late evening when I should be sleeping. Just, just catch it up on Stephen Baldwin. Um, but yeah, he's been in such Christian films as God's Club. I feel like, oh, God, okay, he's got to be a Christian. Faith of Our Fathers. Because he touched. Doesn't, he doesn't have touched. <laughs> <laughs> we need. We have a branding problem with Christianity. Uh, he. He doesn't have resting Christian face. He has resting. He has resting. He would um, try to seduce a pastor's daughter at the youth retreat face, um, which is a form of Christianity. Oh my God! He was in one called The Unmiracle. That's his. That was one that he did last year. But he he has is he that has, he has resting. I hit my mistress with my car and just left her there. Face. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like. He's like what Charlie Sheen would want to look like, you know? <laughs> like, um, oh my god! And also, this movie was unfortunate. This movie was like somehow. I'm trying to come up with the words to. <laughs> it's it's to, really hard to to, get there to talk this. about this because this movie does not deserve Alexis Arquette, and yet it gets Alexis Arquette, and I detest it. Yes, I <laughs> um, agree. It, yeah, I uh, definitely. Yeah. I okay. So this movie, uh, we haven't said what it's about, but I mean, you know what it's about because we told you what the title was. It is about threesome. So, and, and we mentioned college, and that's really all college. you need. College threesome, fucking terrible people. So there, these two guys. Oh, Josh Charles is the narrator, which is one of the great. worst things so in the world. <laughs> I've always wondered. He what start- is life like through his eyes? <laughs> he starts the movie with saying the etymology of the word deviant. And then it's just like, we, we became deviants for a short time. It's, it's just like, you just fucked each other. Calm down. Who cares? Yeah. And you guys talked about it a lot beforehand, which I mean that, you know, good, like established boundaries and whatnot. But like you. His like, his lines. All of his the ch- movie is just them eating pizza in bed, which I'm like, I mean, same. Like, uh, what what are we getting at? A lot of his lines are just like really choice. Like he's just he's just he said, you know, I decided to live in the dorm, and you know they say about people who live in the dorm, they're either mentally de- defective or. 
freshman. And that was literally the beginning of the movie. And it's like shot of Josh Charles walking into the college. And then he gets, oh my gosh, he gets to the admissions desk and they're like, here's your key for your dorm. And then this woman and this guy both turn to each other after he leaves and they're and and uh the guy's like, fresh meat. And she's like, I claimed him. And he was like, whatever, like we'll see. Yeah, Alexis like, Arquette both- says fresh meat. Yeah. <laughs> um and then he he walks into his room and Stephen Baldwin is there on the toilet in a, like a cutoff shirt with a backwards hat. And this is how we are introduced to a man that we're supposed to watch fuck later. And yes. I... <laughs> it is insulting to all of so us. So <laughs> angry. Yeah, he literally has a backwards hat on while he's taking a shit with the door open. Like he is... He is, um... How do you wear a hat while you're taking a shit? Like, that's like a concentration of heat on your head. (laughs) He's like the poster child for why white male masculinity needs to be rehabilitated. Like... He is, he's so bro-y that it does not make sense. Like, I kept on waiting for him to, like, just, like, close his door and then start playing some classical music yeah. and then smoking a cigar like i just it just felt fake to me like i wasn't even like it's not even that i felt bad for stephen baldwin i felt bad for the idea of his character for having like josh charles um and laura flynn boyle are annoying but they do feel like people stephen baldwin is like i don't know this like Stewart, this creature that's like constantly in heat it's so strange (laughs) it's like a cat in heat it's so strange because because there and there were scenes about like oh this is how different they are i'm refined and he's unrefined i put up fine art he puts up asses wow wow we're so different we're so different charles is like so happy about how much better than steve than uh stephen baldwin he is but it's like Okay, literally, that takes nothing. Um, and your your conceitedness about not shitting with the door open shows how uninteresting you are. <laughs> He's so... like Everything that he likes is basic. The art that he puts up is basic. The books that he reads are basic. It's weird that he considers himself an intellectual and that Lara Flynn Boyle considers him a, an intellectual when... She's, he has the most basic taste ever. Like she's so easily tricked. Yeah, and it's weird because she does like as like she says she has a few lines where she actually says interesting ideas, even if they're in annoying ways, like heavy-handed ways. And he never does ever. <laughs> like I don't know. It's it's so. It's, I mean, I guess yeah. in that sense, like there there's this, a tiny bit of uh, realism with like the you know, fresh undergrad kind of pretentiousness, but like, it's just so much. It's so strange. Cause they're basically their dynamic is Stephen Baldwin is the browy one who wants to fuck Lara Flynn Boyle and Lara Flynn Boyle wants to fuck Josh Charles and Josh Charles. We find out wants to fuck Stephen Baldwin. So it's just this whole fucking thing where they're just like chasing each other's asses. And What's really strange, though, and he, my my headcanon theory about Lara Flynn Boyle being so obsessed with Josh Charles, because the way that she's obsessed with him is so unhealthy, and I hate it. And I just want her to leave him alone for most of the movie. Just oh. leave him alone! She, yeah. She is so terrible to him. But what she I think is. it is, is that she's a theater kid, right? Maybe. The preppy boys in her high school did not like her because she was a theater kid. She was like a dweeb. Maybe she wasn't like wearing lipstick before. Maybe she wasn't so like visibly sexy before. Maybe she was like a little bit gawkier. And then she gets to college and she's like, 
Ah, oh, the preppy boys who said no to me are here and I can get them. Like, I just feel like she's chasing a dream because he's yeah. not he's it. Not, he's, he's not, there's just nothing. I don't get it. Like, he's not that interesting. There's not like, he's not that sexy. Like, there's, he doesn't, he's not even interested in her. It's not even a matter of like them connecting. It's just like, I think you're right. I think it's like, she just has this idea of him. And then, um... Pretty early in the movie, he he basically says to her, like, I'm sexually ambiguous. Um, I know I'm ambivalent. Oh, ambivalent. Yeah. And then she goes to me and he goes to girls in general. And then she becomes more into him. And she's like, she's like very homophobic in the sense that she's like, you just need me. Oh, yeah. She's she's like the female version of the men who are like, you know. Yeah. You just need like a deep dicking like that. Yeah. That's exactly what she is. And it's very strange because this movie really misunderstands what's sexy about Josh Charles because it's like because his character is gay in this movie. Excuse me. uh, What's really interesting about him is is completely bare because like there are times when i've been wanting to fuck josh charles every episode of sports night i wanted to fuck josh charles and this is why he gives good speeches he has he had an authoritative presence on that show he wasn't super interesting looking he knew it but he had a mouth and he was always sure of himself and he was always decent yeah and decency was super super important to him and that's kind of the air that he carries in a lot of the roles where he does look seem sexy. And this movie, he doesn't seem sexy because he's just... He's fumbling. Yeah, he, and he's just, like, acting superior, which is just, like... Act, people who act superior usually never have anything to say. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> because acting superior is a mask for, yeah, not, not having curiosity or, or actual things to say and it's like he would be way more likable if he was actually just vulnerable about the fact that he's figuring it out yeah Um, but he's so defensive and and so pretentious um to to both laura flynn boyle and stephen baldwin totally he's just i'm like okay i like why is he even here he's really terrible baldwin but at least we know who he is yeah it's (laughs) really yeah it's it's he's real messy um so it, it it's Basically, they they are sharing a room, him and Stephen Baldwin, and then they get a third roommate, and the third roommate ends up being Lara Flynn Boyle, but her name is Alex, and there's this whole fucking weird thing where she goes to the people responsible for rooms. It's just like, I'm a woman. I don't, I don't belong in this dorm. Put me in a dorm with a woman. And then, like, they're, like, on file, it says you're a man. Because her name is Alex? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, they would have had a picture of her ID. They would have had a picture of her. And I'm not saying that, like, looking, presenting femme makes you a man or a woman. But this isn't, like, a progressive university that's, like, oh, we don't we don't see gender. This is people saying that she's a man because her name is Alex. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And they literally, the wild, one of the wildest things about this movie is they never address it after that. Like it just happens and they go, Oh, well it's going to take six to eight weeks to transfer you. And then she just never transfers and it never comes up again. Like she's, it's like, she's just like big shrug. Oh, well like on file, I'm a man. Um, which is obviously not what I want. Um, but I guess I'll just not do anything If we're going to do that, like it's, it's, gotta be fun like if we're talking about like it to be nerdy hey hey listeners did you know that i watch anime there is an anime called oran high school host club and like a character is on file as a man because she has really short hair and has really small boobs and like just like looks really gender ambiguous 
And the reason why she's on files a man is because she never corrects anyone and literally answers to male pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. This doesn't. Yeah. Like at first <laughs> I was actually excited because I was like, oh, maybe this is going to explore gender. You know, maybe I had way too much faith. <laughs> this was like in the first 10 minutes of the movie. So I was like, oh, wow, maybe this is actually going to go in. And then it was just like, nope, <laughs> this is just our plot device to get her in the room so she can fuck both these dudes. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so, yeah. It's so, I mean, very strange. It's super strange. Yeah. The three of them share like she has her own room but they like have a, a door that connects them um, yeah and it's just like so much of these hijinks like <laughs> the scene that legitimately made me laugh is the one where she <laughs> where she goes up to Stephen Baldwin and she's just like if you eat my yogurt again I will kill you <laughs> yeah she's like, like I knew it was you <laughs> And then she throws yogurt at him. And I'm like, no, you're wasting it. Yogurt's expensive. <laughs> yeah, and oh my God, the voiceover is just like, the delicate equilibrium of our apartment was disrupted by an arrival. Shut the fuck up. Like, like we don't, like, there's so many, I feel like there's so many movies where there's, like, dudes and then, like, a woman walks in and oh everything's so weird. And like, how do we talk to each other? How and I'm do like, we, uh, you guys are all human beings, right? Up is down. <laughs> left is right. Like, and we didn't know what to say. And she didn't know what to say. And I'm like, okay, you guys, uh, breathe. Um, <laughs> oh my God. And there's just like, and so much of like very base male shit happening. Like there's scenes where Stephen Baldwin has her panties on his face. I'm just, how did he get they, them? Again, they never address that. What is going on? He has her panties and he's sniffing them in front of Josh Charles and he's like, oh, I love the smell of her dirty panties. And it's like she somehow never catches him. He's and so like, it's wild like, because when he throws the when she throws the yogurt at him, he's like, you make murder sound so sexual, Alex. And he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's funny also because it shows because like the way we're introduced to Stephen Baldwin is that he does fuck a lot. Like that is like part of his like. So it's not oh, like yeah, he's we get a montage of him fucking. with all like it's not like he's like so deprived that he thinks everything's sexy. It's just like he's just oh, he's just got so much testosterone. <laughs> I I wow. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it's, it's so, so stupid. much. Um so yeah, Stephen Baldwin decides that he wants Lara Flynn Boyle. Lara Flynn Boyle decides that she wants the other one, Josh Charles. Then they they get close because of Catcher in the Rye, and then Stephen Baldwin gets jealous and throws. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my god! Throws Josh Charles's toilet into like his toilet, his toothbrush <laughs> into a toilet that's like full of piss. And I'm just like, excuse me. Why doesn't anyone react to anything like a human being? This is terrible. He has to go buy a new toothbrush I know, it's now. Like, that's so how gross. Did, how did also, he brush his just, teeth that like, night? Ew. Yeah. Like, and he's just like, oh, well, you know, that's, uh, uh, well, that's, that, a that's just how men steward. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was just like, wow. Uh, and, and Alex is like always, She's like always smoking a cigarette and like I don't know, like saying something it's tragic, uh, but not really tragic. She's just like, Oh, I'm horny. And they're like, Wow, you're deep. Oh my god. <laughs> so okay, so she is in a place. She's in um a 
lesbian Oedipus Rex, I believe. Which how 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 do we do how do we do that? I needed to know a lot more about that, and they did not give me the. All we see is like a I monologue. Needed. I want to see the other characters. I know. I was like, okay, we saw her, but like, let's hear about these other women. And like, then we have to that. hear like Josh Charles completely tear the play a new one. It's like we haven't seen any of the play, so what the fuck is he talking about? And she's like really into it. It's like okay, so it's like Josh Charles and Stephen Baldwin come see it, and we just get that like kind of classic movie shot where it's like her in the play and it's not great but we don't really see anyone else and then afterwards Stephen Baldwin who's you know trying to fuck he, he, he what what He's drives like, me crazy is that this movie puts me on Stephen Baldwin's side I know because like, everything that he's he, less because he's such an asshole but he's somehow still less he's of an a asshole regular asshole like, like Josh yeah. Charles is just like an extra lo- like Stephen Baldwin is unbearable but he's also a person like I realized earlier in the podcast I said he wasn't a person which is just how much this movie has ruined me um, <laughs> and he comes he comes up to Alex he was just trying to be nice and then she yells at him for being nice he's so pretentious like he's like oh I thought it was good and she's like oh like you don't know anything I want about you, art I, like, I want you to no we don't need any lie I want niceness I want real critique it's better to be honest than be nice shut the fuck up she literally yelled at him because he's a business major and I was like oh, I was like, girl, wait till you're like 28 and you're you like, are going to be mad you that you yelled to at him. Your fucking play. I feel like, like I can't imagine yelling at someone who came to support me. Like I can't I imagine like beg people to come support me. Like I can't imagine yelling at anyone who like came to see my show or anything. I'd be like, thank you so thank you much so for much. coming. And if it was bad, I'd just be like, yeah, so that was that. But like, want to go get a drink? Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, move along. <laughs> and then Josh Charles, of course, does his thing. Like you said, where he like rips it a new one. And he's like, well, I think you guys need it. <laughs> like, the you know, the costume design needs better treatment and you could have shortened it and like, well, and she's just like, so, and she's like, thank you for, it. and then he ends it with like, but you were great. And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Oh Do you know God. how to read too? Like, oh God. And then she like tries to seduce him by doing this whole thing. It's like, oh, what sexy thing should I wear? And it's so obvious that he doesn't care. Oh, yeah. And she just keeps going. And it's so painful. Like, she really, it's, yeah, it is so painful. Because I'm like, girl, he's not attracted to you. Like, he, it's just, he's not. Like He just, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. And she just, she's so angry that he's not attracted to her. And it's like, yeah, it really is like the. It's the, really. <laughs> it's a very uncomfortable dynamic and it would feel almost violent if it was like the genders were reversed it, it feels and it still feels violent it feels violent because it just she won't leave him alone like she, she harasses him like she harasses him she does she the, harasses him for being gay and the movie like frames it through this very male gazy like in this way where it's supposed to be hot like that she's like that um, and I'm like, this is not okay. Like, he doesn't want this. Yeah. And she's obviously, like, working out some psychological, like, thing she it's has not It's really resolved. upsetting. Like, she needs to see a therapist. Yes, absolutely. There, and you know what I really got into therapy? In college. Because they had on-campus counselors. I wish that was the movie. <laughs> was just, like, this happening and then all of them getting therapy. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, she's obsessed. And then if Stephen Baldwin's just so angry because I guess he's just been such a sex god that the fact that this, like, artsy girl isn't into him is, like, wild. Which, I mean, that's definitely a trope that exists in movies. Um, 
But oh my god! And also, this movie has a lot of throwing around to the f word, and I'll get into later the other word that they say. But we'll start with the fact that they just say like it's just like so much of like, are you an f word or are you a homo? And like, it's so yeah. And like, there's this whole talk so edgy. There's like this moment where um, Josh Charles. It's right after he's told Alex that he's he's um ambivalent right ambivalent about girls and then the next scene it shows him like briefly looking at Stephen baldwin's butt and it's like Stephen baldwin catches him and he's like oh were you looking at my butt and then like he's like i'm just kidding man and then like in the next scene he like confronts him they're like sitting on the grass and and Stephen baldwin's i think that like, you were looking you at my butt like that's okay i support you but then he like uses the f word a bunch yeah it's like, it's like i support you you like yeah and it's like uh <laughs> Uh, you know, it's not really safe for you to be out there having the sex right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. He brings up AIDS casually. That's like, uh, <laughs> swerve. It's what? so strange. Yeah. Um, and so then there's more Lara Flynn Boyle. She, there's a scene where she just like lays out on a table, just like trying to seduce. Is that in the library? <laughs> She's definitely in the library, and she tells him that the library turns her on, and then she lays on a table and starts moaning. She's not even touching herself. This is like, and then she's just like, "I love." It's like, like basically oh, just God, like, "I love big words." Oh, and she's like, "Read to me," and he's like, "Okay," and he like reads, and then she comes. Like that happens in this movie. I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. Like I was thinking about, I was thinking about Wu. Honestly, I was like, what? Like this female character just doing this weird shit? Yeah, it is. That that's a really good connection. It really is very Wu. Like where I'm like, what are they trying to do to her? Like, uh, yeah, I'm, it's very weird. And then uh, there's this whole voyeurism aspect where every single time Josh Charles spends time with her, he goes and tells Stephen Baldwin, and Stephen Baldwin looks like he just like w like wants to come every single time he mentions it. Oh yeah, it's super creepy. How many there are so many scenes in this movie where yeah, where Josh Charles will talk about an exchange, like he talks at the library, and then Stephen Baldwin explicitly talks about how he would have sex with her. I'm gonna and this rip her panties off. With teeth a bunch in the movie like a bunch like this movie is mostly sex scenes and people talking about how they want to have sex which you know if it was a good movie that could be really hot and fun but it's not it's not <laughs> and what's wild too is that the scene where josh charles realizes that he wants to fuck stephen baldwin is a scene where he's where stephen baldwin is trying to tell him like how to seduce Alex, like it, it's very weird too because the face that he look that he has is like very constipated and it's just, like right, like pan it on that face and it's like, oh, I think I'm lusting after him. It's like you're lusting after that face. Yeah, like that why? Face? And and like, uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is just like, you know, it's gonna happen. Like you know, they're all gonna end up having sex with each other. Right, of course. And then and like they do it like halfway through the movie. So then a lot of the movie is just like. Josh Charles vooiceover talking about how they only wanted to hang out with each other and they were just and it was it was a big inside joke and no one else was in no on one the else joke. was in on our, our threesome our like you know our special friendship sex thing and I was like again there was a part of me that was like wow what if this movie had actually explored sexuality in a meaningful way or what if it was about polyamory but it's not it's just I don't know even what it is. Yeah, it's just like a lot of weird beats. Like after the library scene, Stephen Baldwin 
puts on a sweater and some nice jeans and puts on some glasses and goes to the library and tries to seduce her and which is like kind of an amazing look for him it, yeah he actually looks I was good actually like kind of attracted to fake intellectual stephen baldwin i don't at me yeah it was like it was it was good and um <laughs> And so, like, he tries to seduce her, and it's, like, it's gross for a second, and then she kind of gets into it, which I'm just like, wait, what's happening? And then he says, you need a long, hard, phantasmagoric fuck. Yeah, and then he starts <laughs> kissing her neck, and she's, like, really turned on, and then he tries You shouldn't to deprive <laughs> the body of what it needs. He tries to read Dostoyevsky to her. <laughs> And then she gets so like she she gets like she like gets upset and like laughs at him and she was like we were tapping into something savage and emotional and you ruined it except the fact that you're not intellectual which is such a mean thing to say I know and that's not how it's not like anyone's born an intellectual like you just I don't know read shit and be into it and like whatever you're 21 like calm down you can become like, an intellectual be like fine. it's not yeah it's yeah. weird and then we get another scene where she's just one of the most offensive scenes well one of the most offensive the most offensive scene is coming up um she <laughs> she truly she hard to she turns to, to josh charles and she's just like I will mold you into a heterosexual <gasps> oh my gosh, with my yeah. bare hands. What? I was like, this bitch this is crazy. Is so not okay. And like, wow. <laughs> like, this is wild. It. It's so okay. And so the and so then the most offensive scene. They're all sitting at a table. And I think they're all wearing like lays or something because there's some kind of like Hawaiian whatever thing and they Stephen Baldwin uh, basically tries to tell Laura Flynn Boyle that uh, Josh Charles is gay but they don't use that word they use the F word and then they keep using it and then Josh Charles says well you can't say that word it's like how you know only black people can say nigger. And then Stephen Baldwin says, but you just said nigger. <laughs> and I was like, what? And Did then, they both just say that? And then my spirit left my body. I was actually surprised that Laura Flynn Boyle didn't say, and then I said nigger, just to like finish the like, circle. Like she wasn't even in that scene, but like she just would have popped in. She like, was, like she was in the scene. She's just the one person in the scene that doesn't say oh, nigger. Yeah. Oh wait, she is sitting next to She them, is right? sitting there. Yeah. She just doesn't say it. Uh, <laughs> it was it's so weird it's in so this, unnecessary in this movie with no black people suddenly it is I, like the whitest it, like we like i mean before we started re recording like you were saying how this movie is exceptionally white and we i mean 90 percent of the movies we cover are exceptionally white like the rom-com genre sadly is very white yeah yeah but <laughs> this is like another level of white college kid I think it's the college kid thing that makes it like this certain brand of whiteness. Uh, I just, it's so, I, I couldn't believe it. Like I was just like, wow, 90s indie cinema. We can really, we can really scoot in a nigger anywhere, anywhere. They're like, it's okay. It's into the, it's shoehorned into this very 
shallow philosophical discussion of who gets to say what <laughs> that everyone has heard before. Um, like, and they could have easily said the N word, but that's then what they I just don't get like, like <laughs> it's why it like it like why why can't you just. It, like just say the n-word don't say the n-word like it's just it's just weird because i just i got to watch josh charles and stephen baldwin say nigger and you know i really felt like both of I, them seemed pretty comfortable oh yeah like i feel like it wasn't the first time <laughs> Woo! yeah and lara Flynn boy was just like mm, i'm good she's like i'm out i'm out i'm good i'm i'm, I'm all right yeah i'm it was just, <laughs> I hated them so much. They are so terrible. And like, I just. That brought me to a new level of hate. I was, was just like. Absolutely. Wait, what? It was like, oh, cool. Because I realized, that, I realized what these people are. And it's that they're those like edgy kids that you meet in college where they're just like, oh, we can say anything because we're exploring ourselves intellectually. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they're like, if if you tell me I can't say anything, that means you're limiting my thought, and you're basically the thought police. And it's like, no, bitch, just <laughs> like just don't say this one word. Like just like just one thing. Just don't say this one word that has like a really painful history attached to it. That is a very basic request. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I I I wonder if this will be the last time I have to. I I think it won't be. Like I feel like another have to have this, this. that it'll that that this word will come up again. I think this is the first time it's come up in this podcast, though, right? Maybe, which is kind of like sadly almost surprising. Yeah. Wow. wow. There's a lot to unpack with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then they continue to have this really edgy conversation where. Or maybe it's in another scene. Who knows? They all kind of run together. Where where Stephen Baldwin gets to say this choice line, straight sex is better than gay sex. It's written in the Bible. Yeah. And then, <laughs> in and the then, Bible. Like, uh, okay, dude. Like, again, he has resting. He has resting, like, finger the pastor's daughter, like, in the church bathroom face. Like... Like he's just—he's like, yeah. So they, like, I I used that Bible page to roll a joint when I was twelve. Like he's like, he and then and then they the three of them have a legitimate discussion about whether gay sex or straight sex is more pleasurable, and they all decide Ooh. that lesbian sex is obviously the best. And which fair it like, probably is right. I was like, okay, maybe they're they they actually got I can right. confirm that it is. But then, like, they don't like that's. They just like kind of like this is before they've all had sex with each other. It's so weird. And yeah, because like, later they're just like, oh, let's make a sacred vow that we. Oh, my God. These fucking people. A sacred vow. That like we'll chill out. Get, whites. Uh, like that will all come like that. Will, that will that we won't have sex with each other. And then they have like a fight with some kind of foam or whipped cream or something, which just seems like come to me. Well, so more comb stuff. Like, um, wait, Jordan, do you, did you not have uh, foam fights with all of your roommates? <laughs> That's literally what i do every weekend we just you know whip around the whipped cream and and like bond no i mean how is that a thing that happens i don't understand i don't know and they have just such weird conversations like at some point Stephen, everything Stephen baldwin says is insane in this movie later he says the taste of semen makes me gay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
I was thinking about that. Like after he said that, I was just like thinking about that the rest of the movie. I was like, I have so many questions. Like what I wish there was like a Q and A so I could just be like, so how many times have you tasted semen? Because when, because Alex confronts him and she's like, what? Who's semen? And he's like, and he's like, my own semen. I don't. What? what? That doesn't make it less weird. When? That means that you're tasting your own semen. <laughs> when? When and how and why and no. I don't. <laughs> so I mean, oh my god! And then they just do this, uh, this like fucking like soft focus montage where they're just like riding in a car, and then they go to some I don't know cliff or what. I don't know where white people go, man. They go. <laughs> I don't know where white. And they just like they start making out and whatever, and then they start like getting really saucy, and then some kids show up and laugh at them, and then the kids are with a priest. The kids are it's also little, with a priest, yeah. and then they just and then Josh Charles, and I was like, oh my god, his all of his I can't even. It was just like biblical engage. allusions <laughs> that he was saying in the voiceover, and it was like we we are a postmodern Eve with two Adams. And like, like, oh yeah, he says that Alex said that, and I was Fuck like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> and then it's like Pandora's proverbial boxes open, and it's just like the boxes that all of you need help because later she yells at Just Charles for being a closet heterosexual. What? That is Go not a thing. Therapy. <laughs> the drama she is so mad at somebody the who rejected drama. her when she was 13 like she and then is she like, just like starts yelling this this isn't normal uh, something 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 oh yeah they get like she like starts throwing a pillow at one of them like when they get back to their dorm and she's just like this isn't normal we're not normal i want to be normal and it's like no you don't the whole time you've been trying to prove how special and also you just are. like so much like, time and energy in this relationship who is going to class uh yeah that was my other question i was like do they like do this, they study? They the graduate, they, but like I never see them do any work. Yeah, it shows them all like like it's like it's always Saturday in this movie. Um, yeah, I just needed like a few lines that oh actually reference college. Uh, this movie is so. Fr- I'm like I'm not even gonna go because a lot of it's just fucking bullshit. Like at some it's, point, Josh it's, Charles. It's only an hour and a half, and it's still ninety. It's the bullshit. longest movie I've ever it watched is the in my life. Longest hour and a half movie. Like I was like, this is only an hour and a half, and like twenty minutes in, I was like. because and everyone's accusing everyone of something like 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 larflin boyle decides that just charles is actually straight just charles decides that stephen baldwin is actually gay and it's like maybe you're just projecting on each other and you should go fuck other people there are plenty of other white people that are just as annoying as you are that you can all go fuck like it's just like i just don't understand (laughs) this is like a whole movie about people who can't believe other people's sexuality it is like it truly did (laughs) it's It's just like because it's because it's not about polyamory. It's about, like, three people who want things from each other that they're not going to get from each other. It's, like, three manipulative, whiny people yes. who are obsessed with each other. And it's, like, okay. Um, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that's it. it, it it's, it's really it. Like, and eventually they have sex, and it's, like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, yeah. And they've been, pl- like, they, they half hook up. Like, they, I don't know. Like, they make their pact, and then there's secret makeouts that are supposed to matter. But, like, you know what's going to happen. So, you're, like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, Stephen Baldwin just, and Alex secretly made out. Like, uh, and, uh, and there's, then, like, secret sex, too. Like, yeah, uh, yeah just secret like, sex. And it's just, like. 
blah, blah, blah. And then they finally fuck each other. And then there's a pregnancy scare. And then they act so fucking dramatic about it. Oh, my God. During the pregnancy scare. It's so scare, annoying. Stephen Baldwin goes in the bathroom and they hear him like he falls. And they come in and they realize that he was going to try to cut off his penis. <laughs> 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 he goes. He goes. I'm so I'm sorry. It's just like I'm sorry, I but a dude that like fucks movie. this much, this has never happened to him before. Please. And he literally goes. He goes. My penis is the root of all of my problems. Oh my god. And they're god. both like. And like, obviously, he didn't mutilate himself. Otherwise, it would be a whole another movie. But like, uh, Laura Flynn Boyle's just like she's like you don't have to cut it off, babe. Just don't let it run your life. And I was like, how are you so chill about this? I would be like, I would be like, Hey dude, like I care about you. Because Let's they just get feed on the, they just feed on they the, drama. the drama. They, they love, love the it. drama. It's just and like, and just it's just never not that again serious. Talk about the fact that he was going to cut off his own penis. Like, that's how is a that? lot. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've had like friends or I've been the person also like where you get really drunk and you say something like about like, hurting yourself or or like depressed or something and you check in on that person after that right um if somebody tries to cut off their penis and you're their friend you're gonna check up on them like that's some serious self-harm like yeah. what the f- like like as absurd as it sounds in the context of this movie i was just like this movie <laughs> like i this is this was this was torture uh, like this was honestly tor- like i hate it like i hated th- this is this is white nonsense to the nth degree like i don't know what i've called the most white nonsense on the this is the this is the whitest most nonsense <laughs> of the white nonsense. I can't believe that this exists. I I I I I, 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 I feel broke. Like I don't this. I'm so mad that I had to watch this. I had to wake myself up with a Red Bull to watch this. I can't believe I drank a Red Bull to watch this. I feel fucking mad. Like. <laughs> Like when when am I gonna get a grant so that I can direct a film that will definitely not be obnoxious as this because it won't have any white people in it? I promise you that. Because this is nuts. It's so (laughs) bad. You guys don't watch it. Woo! Like it. Like there are so many things that you can stream. Don't do not stream this do not stream this and if you're thinking oh i'd rather watch two guys and a girl do not stream that either i see you i know what you're doing don't watch that shit either that that might end up on this podcast that shit makes me angry too actually i hate this whole fucking concept (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it was with white people in the 90s and like early 2000s where it was just like oh my god there is a girl what are we going to fucking do there are two guys and one girl and no other girls in the world what are we going to do go fuck someone else that's what you do that's my recommendation this week. go fuck someone else you're obsessed <laughs> with someone go fuck someone else stop leave them alone <laughs> sorry so this <laughs> no don't watch a movie fuck someone else like fuck li- someone like, else you're go obs- grab you're life f- by the horns yes are you if, if you are obsessed with someone and you know they don't want you or they ruin your life or they act like any of the people in this movie go fuck someone else like li- like just go like if just, you need like, moral even, support and even if the person you end up fucking sucks like <laughs> at least they're not someone you're obsessed with that you're feeding that obsession so with. weird like, the, at least it's just like a, a one a singular bad fuck like <laughs> this is it such is, unhealthy behavior the, yeah i 
yeah. Just yes, please. Please go fuck someone. Like if you like if you need like tips, like I don't like my DMs are open, okay? Like we're just not we're not doing this right here is not what we're doing. We're oh, not yeah, doing no. This. No, this um I mean <laughs> it was incredible. Oh my god. I, I just didn't know that things like I definitely this like stayed up and watched TV. Like I watched it late at night and I like I watched a few things after just to wash it down because I was like, yeah, I can't go to bed on this note. <laughs> I watched right before we started recording this podcast. I watched 2000s The Contender starring Joan Allen and it was good. It was it, it, it was washed good. down some of the garbage Ooh, yes. juice of this. Of, yes. Of threesome. Yes, um, it did. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, that's exactly how we feel yeah that's exactly <laughs> so, how we feel you guys got exactly how we feel like about yeah no sugarcoating this for absolutely this. all of the feeling because like fuck fuck threesome i thought that i'd be sweating but uh, you know i have nice like uh rose hip seed oil oh on my yeah face. no was, you look great it's like a nice glisten it's a glisten <laughs> um i mean okay <laughs> well I mean, we love you guys. So we love you guys. So. Please support the podcast, you know. Yes. Um, support us. We love you. Um, um, you know, just I know it's rough out there. Um, so just remember that, um, you know, as cliche as it is, if you aren't nice to yourself and don't take care of yourself, it's very hard to face all the other things. So, you know, sometimes maybe let yourself listen to a podcast or you know, drink a, a rosé or a tea or, or eat a CBD gummy or whatever you're into. You Definitely know? take a break from scrolling Twitter and looking at polling results. Chill. Absolutely. Please do that. Knowing all of the bad stuff that's happening in the world There's will not actually happening. mean that you will fix it right away. And so maybe take care of yourself. I'm saying this to myself, yeah. by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, this is also for me. so that you can actually do what you can. Do um, what you can. Watch some silly shit. Write some silly shit. Say some silly shit. Just do something so that you can feel recharged yes. for when the next catastrophe we happens. We need joy. We need joy in the world. And it's easier to crush us if we don't have it. So, yeah. you know, um, wow. Uh, welcome to our TED Talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been Bronwyn Isaac. I have been Jordan Searles. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, yeah. Back it up, back it up. Let's go for struggle. Uh, yeah. Back it up, back it up. Uh, uh yeah. Let's go for struggle. Baby, too.